Hello, everyone, and welcome to this, um, I guess, Wii Top 10 First Party uh, Podcast. Mm. <laughs> it was a, a mouthful. Um, yeah, we're uh, doing this. I don't know which one this will be. I'm assuming it's not the first, so if you're listening to this, you probably have the gist of it by now. <laughs> it's the eighth. So, yes. So, you've heard a couple of these by now. Uh, basically, I'm here with um, Zach Miller and Andrew Brown. Good day. Good day. Yes, I love that. And uh, <laughs> we're going to be talking about Donkey Kong Country Returns. It was, uh, yeah, it ranked eighth on our list of top ten first-party Wii games uh, based on the voting of the staff. Um, the game originally came out in 2010, uh, late 2010, actually, November and December, depending where you're at. And, um, yeah, it was developed by Retro Studios. Yes. And, is, yeah, is like the name says, is the return of the Donkey Kong Country series. Their weakest game. Uh, That's see, I right, I, I said it. What's up? <laughs> Controversy, bitches! I don't, I don't know why we have you on here if you just objectively <laughs> do not like the game. That's not the no, point No, no, I do this. like the game, I just, I just don't love it as much as some other people. Well, you said it's the weakest retro game? I mean, have you played Metroid Prime 2? Yeah, I own, I own the trilogy. I Des- think 2's bad. Despite its faults, despite, despite Echoes' faults, it is an incredibly well-made game. Alright, well, we're not here to talk about that. No. <laughs> let's, let's move on. That's a debate for another time. Um, so yeah, so it ranked 8th, and I believe, Andrew, I think you're going to do the write-up for the, um, for the game and why it belongs on the list, so maybe why don't you start things off and talk about the game for a little bit? Well, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Where do I begin? Um, as we all know, the, uh, the series started out on the SNES, uh, with the, uh, Rare Rare games, um, and basically, after the what was it, the N64 period, when um, the uh, 64 game, uh, Donkey Kong 64, redefined the uh, the way the the series went, uh, took it in a new direction with the whole uh, collectathon banjo kazooie type thing, and uh, it got good reviews at the time. And, and basically, uh, after a short amount of time, people were suddenly saying, "No, Donkey Kong sucks. Let's move away from that. I don't like this whole collectathon thing." And uh, the series sort of dropped out. I, I think it was partially due to the the uh, selling of Rareware to Microsoft. So Donkey Kong de- degenerated into like a series of uh, what were they called? Rhythm games and uh, weird spin-offs. There was the the King of Swing and all that. And uh, people started to reminisce for the original SNES game, and they were saying, "When where's Donkey Kong? Why is he in all these crappy music games?" Uh, not uh, in personal opinion, I love Donkey Kong. The, the trilogy, but uh, again, another story for another time. Um, but uh, yeah, everyone wanted Donkey Kong Country to to return, and and Retro paid attention, Nintendo paid attention, and they they bought it back. And this game is an amazing homage to everything that I I think made the original uh, trilogy of games great. Uh, Everything from level design, the the control scheme, the uh, the movements of the characters, everything is just uh, taken straight from the original game and just expanded upon exponentially. This is this is an amazing game. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. Um, and you're right, Donkey Kong did kind of disappear. Like it became this weird. Uh, I don't know. It just became like a franchise that Nintendo could just sort of like experiment with and do quirky things with. Um, not unlike. Kirby, mm. uh, in a way yeah. where you'll get a lot of like weird kind of offshoots of Kirby games, um, until recently anyway, um, with the Return to Dreamland. But um, yeah, you had like um, Jungle Beat, and you had um, the yeah, the two uh, rhythm games, and then you even had um, what was it? Neil just used it as a question in Nintendo Air, I think. But the the racing game, 
Barrel Blast. Barrel Blast, thank you. Yes. Yeah, you had like Donkey Kong, and not to mention the handhelds, uh, like with the Mario vs. Donkey Kong type stuff. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think people were ready for a, a new Donkey Kong game, and I'm glad they went this route rather than trying to make another um, 3D one. Um, not that I don't think it could be done, but I, I agree that it left such a bad taste in people's mouths that it just like it would not it would would not work. It would not have the same sort of hype that this game had. And um, it's great. I, I agree with everything you said. The level design, um, just the way the, the the Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong move, and it's very nostalgic. I, I will say the one weak point for me is is the music. Not yeah, that it's, it's very samey. Not that it's bad, but it just doesn't reach the the levels that uh like the especially the first two Donkey Kong countries uh, games reached. Well, and the problem is that it's almost exactly the same as as the uh, Super Nintendo music. Right, it's kind of similar to like the new Super Mario Brothers games now, where it's just like they found something that worked, and like they're kind of afraid to like yeah. to deviate at all. You know, they want to just stick with what worked. You know, the only thing I really don't like about the game is okay. There are two things: uh, the shaking <laughs> to roll. Yeah, that that's a bit of a problem. Good. And then, you know, I really like the game's rhythm, and it it reminds me a lot of, or maybe I should say, Rayman Origins reminds me of Donkey Kong Country Returns. Mm-hmm. in that it's a very momentum-based game, platformer. But when you're looking for items, I really hate just stopping dead in my tracks to blow on a flower, <laughs> you know, and maybe get a banana coin out of it or something. That really just stops the mo- the forward motion. But But once you've gotten all of the items and you go back through for a time trial, I mean, that's when it gets crazy. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I completely agree with that. Uh, the disbursement of the puzzle pieces, uh, for those who haven't played the game, there are a series of puzzle pieces hidden throughout each world that unlock, what, what is it, bonus art and music and stuff like that? Yeah, art and music. Mm-hmm. Some of them are really well hidden. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then you get the, the randomized one that's suddenly in the middle of like a little torch that you have to blow out. Or mm-hmm. you, you have to explore every single nook and cranny to find some of these. Um, it's good that they did include an item to, to get around that, though. The the return of Squawks, the parrot. Squawks! <laughs> yeah, I, I use him on basically every level. <laughs> yeah, he's very handy if you're trying to find all the collectibles, yeah. I like that they downsized the cast from the series. We get Donkey, oh, we Diddy, uh, Cranky Kong, and Squawks, and oh, oh, and Rambi, and that's pretty, Rambi, much, yeah. pretty much all there is. Though. Rambi's barely in it, though. Yep, just a handful of levels, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, I, it does, I mean, it does feel sort of like a, a return to form, um, yet you don't have like six different members of the Kong family <laughs> working together. No, no you more don't, you don't have Candy Kong. <laughs> well, I loved like, uh, Lanky Kong and Chunky Kong and all that, but let's face it, things were getting kind of silly at that point. They were running out of Kong names, what, what are we gonna have next? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I think. Big the Kong. <laughs> I think uh, Cranky even makes a few little offhand jokes about that, like uh, how many Kongs are we up to now? And and uh, let's face it, let's uh, how many times have has your bananas been stolen this time? And uh, who has yeah. who hasn't taken them at this point? And oh, uh, that leads me to the the lack of the Kremlings. What what are your thoughts on that? I miss the Kremlings. I do. Like, the whole game, I was waiting for, um, yeah, like, K. Rule to just, like, appear at some point. Um, but then again, like, I, I think it was a good touch. Um, like, like I said, comparing it to New Super Mario Bros., I like that in this regard, they did take some, um, 
you know, some steps to to be a new game and not just be like a, a 3D recreation of the original Donkey Kong Country. Right. Um, I I, th- I thought that was a nice touch and it, it made the game their own. Um, so I'm good with that. The, the thing the thing is though, you know, people complain about the Kremlings uh, uh, character designs, but really, Tiki masks are not. It's not like they're a better replacement. No, not necessarily. <laughs> I think they're more fitting for the whole jungle island scenario. Uh, like, uh, Donkey Kong supposedly lived on this island since, since Cranky Kong was the original Donkey Kong and, and such and so forth. And, um, it, they seem to be more with the whole, like, you watch a movie, like the original King Kong, there's, there's tiki masks, there's all the, the ancient tribes living in the temples and all that. I, I think, uh, anthropomorphic, uh, crocodiles, they, they were fun. I mean, I, I loved the character designs, they were hilarious, I loved the alliterative, alliterative names, but, uh, they, they were just uh, standard cartoon character villains. They, they weren't anything that people hadn't seen before. Uh, not to say that tiki masks themselves, uh, aren't anything particularly new, but, uh, they, they just seem to fit with the whole jungle beat style of the the design i suppose and the the fact that they're alive themselves that they're not little tribe people wearing the masks and that they they got really creative with the designs like uh, what are they called the tiki tack tribe i think that's their names um there was the one that was on fire they have a name i have no idea yeah tiki tack and their leader was tiki tong but um yeah the there was the the stone one where you had to slam the ground to to flip its head over and its head actually makes a different expression. It's the same head, but upside down. And it, it just, I don't know, the, coming from, uh, someone who studied character design before, they got really creative. There was the one that had the, I think it was a lantern and it was on fire. You had to physically stop and blow it out before you could touch it. I, yeah, I liked yeah, that. Yeah. I liked that. And everything also seemed to be, reminiscent of each of the Kremlin species or the, their features that they had. Like there was the one that jumped along. There was just the, the standard one. There was a bigger version of the standard one. Um, there were the uh, the zingers in the original games, the bees that would constantly hover and just be a, a, a nuisance. They had oh, their yeah. own tiki version of those that were like little buzz source. They were, they were cool. Everything seemed to to fit the original style of play that people were used to with the Donkey Kong Country series, but it, everything was just a new set of enemies, and they still managed to fit in with the whole Donkey Kong world and the universe. That said, I I hope they do eventually make a sequel with uh, K. Roll returning. Yeah, that'd probably be the next step forward. Yeah, to have that have that return. Um, I will say that I think the. Well, for me, Donkey Kong Country Returns is the best uh, 2D platformer on the Wii. Um, really? Including, wow. yeah, that that's my feeling of it. Um, you know, it, yeah, including all first and and third party. I think Donkey Kong Country Returns like strikes that perfect balance between like nostalgia and challenge, and just being sort of old but new at the same time. Um, and there's there's two points especially that I think uh, kind of take that home for me. Uh, First is, is the level design, um, like Andrew kind of touched on briefly, but I love that they, um, sort of just like, uh, experimented with everything they could do with, with TD, 2D platforming. You know, you've got like the, 
the foreground background and um you know stuff like that they'll kind of play with that where you'll hit a barrel and you'll get sent way back and you'll be super small and you kind of see yourself back there and then you get sent back to the foreground I thought that was a nice touch. Um, I love the, uh, like the nighttime or the sunset stuff where you just see yeah. the silhouettes of, of Donkey and Diddy, that kind of stuff. Oh, and all the, um, the hidden things in the background. That was great. Yeah, and there was always stuff going on in the background. Like it was just a very like layered game. There was always stuff going on. Um, and just, just the variety of gameplay within that. Um, and how it did incorporate the levels. Like I think of the, like, the level when you're like on the, the beach and there's like basically like a tsunami going on, you have to hide behind rocks before like huge waves come crashing yeah, in from the background. Level. It's also really hard. It is really hard. The whole, yeah. the whole game is really hard and that's what I love about it. <laughs> that's true. It is really hard. Yeah, and then I like the um the well the rocket barrel uh sections where yeah, you like basically press uh, the two button on the controller to uh, oh, elevate yourself the, and then you like the go. one with the bat. I I must have spent seventy lives on that. <laughs> yeah, that stuff was hard as hell. And then, they, of course, the return of you know, like the minecarts and things like that. It just the first game. Uh, the first game had two minecart levels. I think the original SNES one. They were my favorite levels in the whole game. The the music, the, yeah. the crazy uh, rickshaw contraption that you're riding in that looks like it could mm-hmm. fall apart at any minute. <laughs> they they captured that so well, and uh, all the stuff going on in the new versions with uh, the the carts outrunning a, a lava flow or there's mm-hmm. uh, there's the one with the the prehistoric land, and there's all the dinosaur bones falling around and rolling around the the outside of the minecart as you go. There's there's just right. so much action going on at all times throughout the levels. It's it, it's great, and uh, I for one I'm actually glad that they didn't include any underwater swimming levels. Yeah, those always were just kind of bog things down. I didn't mind a little swimming within a level, but I'm glad. Yeah, I'm kind of glad they kept it out. Yeah. Um, I, I can live without those. Um, yeah, and then the second thing for me, which I've talked about before, um, I'm, yeah, I imagine maybe you guys didn't play the mode, but the cooperative mode I think is great. Um, and it, it Oh, it really, is, you're right. It's, it's better than Rayman or New Super Mario Brothers Wii. Mm-hmm, because it seems like it was really built with it in mind, and, and you have two characters who have, like, unique properties. Um, I, it, it's really, I mean, it's a good example in a way of, like, asynchronous multiplayer where... Uh, your second player has sort of special abilities that make it even a little easier to play as that, um, you know, to play as Diddy Kong with mm-hmm. his jetpack and stuff. Yeah. So I guess they kind of assume that maybe if you're playing this game two-player, naturally maybe your second player won't be as skilled or talented as you are. So it's great that they give them a little kind of handicap where they can use the jetpack to hover a little bit and, you know, really get their, their landings right and uh, sort of correct themselves midair if they kind of make a really bad jump. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, it's just, a, it's really good. I mean, then Diddy can just jump on the back of Donkey Kong at any time. So that, you know, if Donkey Kong can navigate a, a more challenging, uh, platforming area and then also can use the jetpack then, uh, as extra insurance for himself. Yeah, it's just really well done. I think it's the best, uh, best cooperative mode, uh, in any of the, the platformers. Yeah, it's very on, good. On Wii. Yeah. yeah. Everyone give their final thoughts about the game. That hasn't already been said. Uh, yeah, best, uh, best 2D platformer revival on the, the Wii, I think. There you go. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I've talked about it quite a bit already. I mean, I just, I really love it. And, um, I, I, like, Andrew, I really hope they make a sequel for Wii U. I, I'm excited to see what that team could do. Yes. Um, Retro nailed it. They, they have to do this. Yes. I, uh, Zach, do you hate it as much as you came in hating it? No, no, no. I, I, I like it. I, 
I um I wish I wasn't so OCD about collectibles so I could just get through the game, but oh, I have yeah. to find them all. I have to find everything in every level. Have you reached two hundred percent? Remember how my Wii save data was erased oh, when I sent it in? Yeah. So I recently restarted the game. When you played through the first time, did you unlock the like the secret worlds and stuff and unlock basically the, the second mode? No. Well, there's a second mode. Um, it's not much of a reward. It just makes the game harder. Um, it removes <laughs> Diddy Kong completely, and it, it makes it like the original where you only have, like, one hit kills you. Oh, yeah. shit. And, and it's all mirrored as well. Yes, Oh, yes. wow. Yeah, it's kind of cool, but yeah, it's, it's you know, play, it's, it's, it's someone who played the whole game cooperatively. Like, I went through that all with my girlfriend, and then, like, we unlocked it, and we're like, yes, what is it? And then it was like, you can play the game alone in a really hard mode. And it's like, well, <laughs> we're not going to do that, but it's still kind of cool. It, it still so. counts towards completion, though. Yes. yes. Yeah. And then there's the time Bye. trials as well. Yeah, there's Those a lot are there. hard, man. Exactly. Well, that'll do it for this uh, this installment of our uh, Nintendo World Report Wii First Party Top 10. Um, so stay tuned. Uh, I guess number seven will be following this. And uh, thanks a lot. If you've got thoughts about the game, be sure to post them in the comments thread of the uh, article that Andrew will write alongside this podcast. So, cool. All right. There you go. Have fun All reading. Right. See you guys later. Bye.